This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. President Donald Trump has approved a disaster declaration for Nebraska after last week's floods and winter weather rattled the state. The declaration comes on the heels of executive orders by Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts to alleviate some of the stress of the event. Ricketts signed an order exempting fuel tax and trip permits for vehicles engaged in flood relief, as well as another dealing with hours of service and livestock disposal. Nebraska Department of Environmental Quality Director Jim Macy says the state's infrastructure is becoming passable again. While we have that 200 miles that, that need uh, critical infrastructure repair and, and the bridges, there's also 2,000 miles that have been cleared uh, in a relatively short time uh, that, that's functional, open, and, and uh, ready to, to, to utilize. So there, there are some bright lines coming uh, back to us uh, statewide. And, you know, when we work together as a team, we, we can do really wonderful things. He says as the recovery continues, safe drinking water will be a priority. We still have a ways to go during the recovery phase, so we want people to be safe. Uh, that's why it's really critical that, that people understand, uh, read fact sheets that we prepare, uh, listen to the local environmental managers uh, on, on returning to, to their homes and and, and be careful about uh, electrical supplies out there. Uh, we just want to focus on safety. State Ag Director Steve Wellman says they're in talks with federal officials about disaster assistance, but are encouraging local input in the recovery. What we've been doing here at the Department of Ag is just uh, for, for USDA programs that are existing in the Farm Bill, our advice to the individual producers is to call their county farm service agency offices and talk directly with them. They're the ones that will have the, most, the best information on USDA programs. The floods have also impacted other states along the Missouri River, such as South Dakota, Iowa, Kansas, and Missouri. Still trying to make sense of the hemp language in the 2018 Farm Bill? You aren't alone. While the bill removed hemp from the controlled substances list, it still leaves a lot of unanswered questions on how the crop will be treated going forward. Douglas Mackay is the Senior Vice President for Regulatory Affairs with CBD Pharmaceuticals Company, CV Sciences. He says how USDA handles the regulations to allow cultivation will be important for hemp's future in the U.S. For instance, the Farm Bill places limits of 0.3% THC content to be declared industrial hemp. Mackay says European efforts could serve as a template for making sure that threshold is met. In other European countries where they've been growing legal food fiber hemp for a very long time, they've established certain strains not only for their cannabinoid content but other elements and identified these are true food fibers and they essentially will list those seeds out and tell the growers, you know, so that would be akin to, akin to uh, USDA issuing regulations that say states are allowed to use these varieties, they have to be registered, and we, if we come to your farm, you need evidence that that's what you put in the ground. He says testing the THC content of a given sample could lead to discrepancies in testing equipment readings. There's also the issue of regulations concerning hemp CBD oil compared to the industrial uses of the fiber crop. But Mackay says USDA needs to work quickly. They anticipate that people will be able to put in the ground in the 2020 farming season hemp seeds. That's a pretty uh, aggressive schedule to get it for the 2020, but Congress is pressuring. You know, everyone's got a lot, are excited about the opportunities here. A coalition of large food groups is nudging Congress to tackle some key issues. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. A food sustainability group wants Congress to get serious about climate change. 
Brad Feigl serves on the Leadership Council of the Sustainable Food Policy Alliance, speaking at AgriPulse's Ag and Food Policy Summit earlier this week. Feigl says more investments need to be made on finding ways to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Whether it's carbon pricing, et cetera, you know, looking at soil, et cetera, and there's some good work that was done in the last farm bill, but there's more needs to be done. So I think, I think top of the list would be action on climate change. So you'll see us really ramping up on that throughout the year. According to SFPA's website, they continue to advocate on behalf of the Clean Power Plan introduced under the Obama administration and the Paris Climate Agreement. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The alliance is made up of Mars, Unilever, Nestle, and Danone North America. That's all for today's Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.